It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. Yes, Race Wars in the building. Yes, honored to have my dad back, George Wallace. Welcome back, Pop. I'm to drink water. <laughs> he started off when he can't breathe. Good afternoon, everybody. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, it's a pleasure to be with you, and it's good that you're wearing blue. Blue is the color of the day. Blue. Yes, blue is the color. I got on light blue. You got on a nice, uh, uh, like sky blue. I don't know. It's called a uh, computer blue. Computer blue. <laughs> IBM blue. I IBM blue. <laughs> and Karen just got the blues. So. And I just, I pink as a pig. <laughs> Oh, why? You've been out in the sun or something? No, it's this lighting. It's the it's like bouncing oh, yeah, off of here, off yeah, of my yeah, skin. Yeah. I'm translucent. You see, this is what I actually look like. But you look good. You look <laughs> Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited you're back. Thank you so How are you much. holding up, sir? I'm holding up pretty good after. I think this is like 88 days or something. I've been incarcerated here in Atlanta. <laughs> wow. But it is being incarcerated, and I've actually never, and I'm sure you guys the same. I've never been in one location for 88 days. Yeah. Um, and I've only been out five times. I've been out five times in 88 days. I'm here in wow. Atlanta. And, uh, and where I'm was that to go? To the grocery store? No, I haven't never been to a grocery store. They bring my groceries to my door. I went, yeah, to, my we doctor. I went to my doctor because I thought I'm going to sit up in here and die from some other disease because I'm not being checked up. You know, like uh, my heart was, because right. of anxiety, my heart was going boom, 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 boom. And I went to the doctor and the doctor, and I was really scared to go to the doctor. Yeah. And, um, and uh, the doctor said my heart was working well, so I got over that. So and then I came back home and I went out to, um, I had a problem, had to change the tire on my car. Another time, last night I went to uh, McDonald's. I got a, a, quarter, a quarter pound of meal. I, I, I needed to get out because I'm up here on the 25th floor and uh, it's been a long time. It's starting to get to me a little bit. I'm going through so much and so are you. No, yeah. we're going through with it. We'll talk about it later. 19. Virus 19, virus 45 is kicking my, killing me. Mm. Virus 45 is killing me. And Black Lives Matter and yeah. uh, and my air conditioning went out yesterday, so. No, that's the worst part. Where are you now, you in <laughs> Vegas? I'm in Atlanta, why can't I? I'm in Atlanta. Okay. And uh, it's good here. And you know, I live on, I live, I'm pretty high up in the air and it's getting tough. Have yeah. you guys ever lived in a place high up and everything? Yeah, I was on yeah. the floor in one place. I'm talking about shit goes through your head or like, what if I, what if I just jumped out of the window right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta get it. No, it's a whole other. Like you get a whole other genre of like satellite radiation up there that you don't even get on the ground. <laughs> well, I'm talking to you guys because you might be counseling me right now. Have you ever gone through this when you're on a floor that yeah. long and it's just it's. And then my place is pretty 3,300 square feet, but it's still like yeah. tight. Right, right. You still got to get out, though. You still got to get out. You still got to walk around on the ground. Well, I think that's what it is. I had not been, I went out walking mm -hmm. yesterday. I mean, I'm very concerned. I'm of age yeah. and I'm, um, I'm scared. I don't know how to explain it to you guys. Uh, like I said, I haven't been out of the house. I haven't been anywhere. Just, uh, and, you know, Three times, two times I walked. Once I went to the doctor, went to McDonald's, and went somewhere to get the car. That's right. about it. You wearing your mask when you go out? Are you crazy? Yeah. 
I got mask on top of my head. Am I wearing my mask? You gotta be like crazy. a double condom. This, this is, I got, these are condoms. These are my condoms. <laughs> That's like garden gloves. That's real gloves you got right there. Well, I told you, those are, are they cleaning gloves? I don't know what it is. I got, I got <laughs> when I go, if I were to go somewhere, I got a nice blue mask. You know, like, you got a NASA suit on when you I go. I can't wear this because that looks like I'm going to rob somebody. And they're so small. Some of them, people are just making these masks. Yeah. Selling them. You don't know if they're good or not. People just buy masks. <laughs> this is no. just something. something. This is well, my you know, when, when everybody was like at the beginning when there were no masks, you know, when we ran out of masks immediately <laughs> and there were no masks for doctors and there were no masks for everybody else. And then people who just like make jeans <laughs> were like, it's okay. We'll step in and handle okay. this. And you're like, can you even, is that right? <laughs> she'll be in charge of my house. in charge of my house. Do my Wrangler I, masks my work? My mask are made by Ford. Ford Motor Company. <laughs> <laughs> start, start making car seats and start making. <laughs> this is my. It tastes like a it tastes like a seatbelt. <laughs> it's got that new car smell. <laughs> Sometimes you put these things on. I know you've talked about it before, and you go like, "This one smells." And then you put on. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's my breath. That's right. <laughs> right. Everybody's, everybody's been everybody's breaking out right here in a ring. Oh. Just have a have a mask acne is a thing we never had before. Oh really? Yeah. I gotta call my doctor because my my daughter, she told me that last night and she didn't really? know why. But people are breaking out around here. Right here, you get that mask, that gross mask acne. People are becoming less and less fuckable in this quarantine, I must say. <laughs> They're becoming like veals. Like their their muscles are all soft yeah, and delicious. What's going on here? But but 88 days of being quarantined and uh, No, it's intense. So what do you think about like uh, all these uh, places starting to open up, like in Texas and I think even down there in Georgia where you are, places open up, some comedy clubs opening. You think right. it's time to get back right now? Man, I can't believe what you said, even down in Georgia where you are. Now listen to me. <laughs> this is the last state to close, okay? Yeah. And the first state to open. This yeah. is some bullshit. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Listen to me. The governor said he opened up like two weeks after he closed. And mm -hmm. it's okay. First thing he opened up, I'm sure you guys talked about it already, was the barbershops. And who the fuck needs a barbershop? What I do now, but the barbershops and uh, what are the, <laughs> the nail salons and massage parlors yeah. and bowling alleys. Now, I'm thinking bowling alleys. Like, now who the hell needs to go down and put three of your nasty ass fingers down in a nasty ass hole? <laughs> Where nasty ass people been eating snacks and chicken fingers <laughs> and shit is down. The nasty, when you go bowling, y'all excuse me, but you know the shoes. How many people wore these goddamn shoes? Horrific. Tying them up and and the last thing you need to do and and, and coronavirus is just standing around the corner going, but you, let's see who these motherfuckers. Are. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And and I'm in Atlanta. My cousin owns the largest funeral home in Atlanta, and right. he volunteered to pick you up, take you down to the bowling alley. Take you to the gym <laughs> and pick you up afterwards. He <laughs> so, but yeah, going out, man, it's it's too soon. And you mentioned my life and your life, mm -hmm. the comedy clubs. Yeah. Well, I think I can wait because mm -hmm. uh, we're not sure about. We don't have a vaccine for it. Right. And I made a joke or some smart ass joke about it. if you see me, I'll be covered in saran wrap. But that's <laughs> just a joke. These are just jokes. You know, that's our job is just make up shit, right? But when you go into a comedy room, it's all about laughter. And when you laugh, <laughs> yeah, particles are coming out of your mouth. Uh, what do you call them? Droplets are coming out of your mouth like you want yeah. them. 
Yeah, just like screaming or yelling or anything else, like a baseball game or being in exactly. a sports arena. This is my manager. He's a white guy. Let me get rid of him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It ain't their time to talk. It ain't their time to talk. Sorry. So I think I can wait. How about you guys? I think I can wait on the comedy clubs for a while. Yeah, I think I can wait too. I don't want to rush back and then we have a second surge and it is like not even worth this whole 89, uh, 88, 89 days that I've already been in quarantine. It's like, I don't want to waste that time. No. and go back too soon. So I want to make sure I'm safe when I go back. Well, yeah, but you know what? It's it's weird because so we just had Memorial Day and everybody was out. And then now we have the protest and everybody's out. So what, what what is happening? Like, so here's my question. Is the virus still a virus? Because as far as I can tell, the numbers haven't spiked like crazy, but it's also not gone. And there's also no have, vaccine. They have, they have, they have, they have, they have, have they? Okay. Okay. The beginning of the spike and we're still in the first wave. Okay. Memorial break. Uh, many many states. I mean, they went to the beach. Many states are having yes. the spikes right now. Right. And okay. This until next week and the week after that. Because you know what? Everybody like everybody yells at you like you're such a loser <laughs> to take this seriously and to like you know I'm still like kind of in. I'm not around crowds. Like I, I can't with the crowd. I can't even imagine being in a crowd or like indoors with a bunch of people right now. Does that seem wild? No, that's not wild because we're in the same boat that you're in. I mean, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine it until it's like over, over. To be next to people in with walls around me seems crazy. Well, you just used the two right, the right, right two words, over, over. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, waiting for. Yeah, over, yeah. over, vaccine, and um, I'm probably gonna get fired from my. I don't. I own my room in Las Vegas, but I'm probably gonna lose it because nice. they're gonna open up uh, June 18th. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Showrooms may not open until August. Mm. Okay. Let me be honest with you. I may not even be ready to go back in August. Right. It's got to be, a friend of mine just said a few months ago, it's got to be over, over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard in uh, Connecticut, actually, like the Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods, uh, they're opening up, uh, I think, in uh, July. But the gamble in there, you have to stay in the, you got to stay in the room. Hmm. Well, what does that matter? Um, because I figure they figure if they're gonna take the risk, you gotta actually give them some money to take the risk for it. So you're actually gonna pay for a room, and it's gonna take the risk on you coming in there gambling. Well, <laughs> it doesn't make matter if you're in a room, you're bringing in there and they're staying in there. Yeah. But what the fucking build up? But they're just saying, yeah, they're just saying if you're gonna gamble, give us some money to gamble. Give us some money to gamble. And so we got you both ways. You're just not gonna come up here and bring the disease in here and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what they say. That's what they right? say. On the other side, they like we got employees. They want to bring back all the employees and not some of them. So this will help the rooms get filled up. But what did you mean by bring back all of the employees? All of the employees are never coming back within a few years because with the, with the new spacing. Well, some rooms are really opened up completely, right? Right. Like in Georgia, some places like that, they, they have this social distancing. No, I think that's over in a few days, the social distancing. But can you imagine being in a comedy room? I mean, just Hatfield is still dangerous for me. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. It's just, uh, I'm going to wait. It seems like uh, too much of a risk too soon. I think we've got to like pump our brakes on all this. No, we need you. You can't. You can't be out there, George. That's crazy. One of the places that's uh, one of the places in America that's spiking right now is Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Why? Boy is going in there to um, have his uh, first uh, rally on Juneteenth. Mm. Donald Trump. What do you think about that, George? I think he should go in there, and I think he should not have a clause. I just think it. Just bring him in, Jack. Just bring him in. <laughs> just bring him in. He wanted to open up the churches. Just bring him in. Forty thousand, as many as you can get in there. <laughs> as many as you can get uh, to listen to him speech. 
he's an idiot, you know. Why would you go listen to an asshole like this? And he's, you know, I'm, I'm in the bullshitting business, right? I do bullshit. I'm the greatest bullshitter in the world, but Trump is kicking my ass. He is kicking my ass. <laughs> when we lie, and all bullshitters know each other, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't know each other, but we know each other, if you know right. what I'm Yeah. So why would you listen to a guy and just the guy constantly lies and you see what he's doing? Everything is fake in Washington, D.C., the Bible. Up to, you think, who believes he's a Christian? How the, <laughs> how, the fuck, how the fuck could a fucking Christian believe he's a fucking Christian? Right. Listen, Damien from The Omen is more welcome in a church than Donald Trump. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> he should have been struck by... It's amazing how this guy is getting away with... It's not only him, it's the people that are following him. It's just yeah. like, I can't believe the... the, the, uh, the, the uh, it's Everybody around... I don't even like Dr. Bocci anymore. Why? <laughs> I don't like any of those assholes up there. They know he's lying and they won't say anything about it. They're enablers. They're, they're, they're backing him up. They're, what do you call it? They're um, supporters. You, but don't you, you think that Dr. Fauci is actually like clearing up all the nonsense that uh, Donald Trump says? Like he's like saying, no, it's not that, it's this. And He's been well, getting in trouble. He is, but he should say it. He just should, he should just come out and say, no, that's not right. And after right. a while, he should say, this is some bullshit. He could right. make he could get fired and still get his point across. We still will listen to him more than we will listen to Trump. You're right. And he'd still be on TV talking about he it. So yeah. Dr. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Bird, all of them should get the fuck out of there. How do you stand up there and just listen to the guy lie and don't say anything? Get the fuck away from him. Yeah. Right. Bible, Psalms, I'm a preacher now. Psalms one oh one seven says, A liar cannot tear in my sight. Now that comes from the Bible. Now, if the Lord is not going to follow you, why the fuck should I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a little crazy, guys. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm concerned. Right. You've been inside for 88 days. Why wouldn't you be? Well, and I'm writing a book. I hope I get it out in time because um, What's I'm the writing book? two books. I got a book now. I'm writing my, my book, Bull Twit, about my tweeting. But yes. Yes. Bull Twit. Bull Twit. Yeah, Bull Twit. <laughs> And it's uh, and whatnot, both to it and whatnot. And we're doing like, um, I'm writing that book, but I really got to get on this book. It's called How Trump Fucked Up My Life. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm really blaming him for everything. I don't know. You know, since <laughs> 2017, since 2000, well, actually, since 2016, the day he was voted in, right. what happened? And everybody walking around going, what happened? My day is, my life has been screwed up since then. <laughs> you messed up. No, in many ways, you too, you, your shows, your, your, whatever you do every day, we're thinking about something he said, something he did, how yeah. he fucked me up, how he's not doing this right, yeah. how he's not, uh, oh my God, I mean, the, the economy, the, the, I blame him for the, 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 the virus. Obama said there's a, a, a epidemic coming, let's get ready for it. He dismantled he fired the, everybody. He right. fired everybody on the committee, didn't he? As soon as he got in, uh, right. yeah, we could have been ahead of everything. I know you guys have talked about this, and yeah, yeah. because it's so true, you continue to talk about the truth when a guy is so screwed up and he does everything wrong. Right now, we're going through a crisis. He hasn't even addressed properly uh, Brianna Taylor. He hasn't addressed properly uh, Minnesota. Uh, He's not going to, yeah. but he won't. He's the human version of those statues that they keep pulling into the river. He's not going to do it. If he were a statue, he knows his ass would be in a river right now. And he should be, and the one in it, and the one in London too. That river, the, the, the Thames. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think he picked a Tulsa, like trying to 
come at black people. He picked Tulsa mm-hmm. for his launching of his rallies on he the anniversary of Juneteenth and uh, the Tulsa massacre the Tulsa, of all the black, black, Wall black Wall Street. Black Wall yeah. Street. Yeah. They they actually are putting it right in our face. Right in our face, right? I mean, that's what it looks like. It smells and looks just like that. So yes. why I take it like that? Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. That's why I blame him for everything. I blame <laughs> if, the, if the virus, if he knew about the virus, why did it hit the majority of democratic cities? Yeah. Right. That's where we vote. Well, we know why black people are more vulnerable because we have uh, less uh, medical uh, opportunity course, in, uh, in this country. We don't have access to a lot of medical situations that white people have. So we automatically gonna be more vulnerable to any disease that comes through here. Yeah. It's not only the disease, it's uh, where we vote, it's also where yeah. they can construct where the protesters and protesting laws. But so they can also construct where our votes go with all that gerrymandering that they do in fucking Exactly. So all they can make our vote mean almost nothing because they'll put all the Democratic votes into one county and then all the other uh, counties is fucking all, they wrap it around all their votes. And where do I live? Where am I now? Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Eight hours to vote. Huh? Hours, they stood in line eight. That's oh, yeah, eight, eight hours to vote. That's, that's, that, they're trying to keep you from coming out. Yes, and that was all in uh, Democratic or Black communities, wasn't it? That's what I heard. Yes, of course. Of course. Wow. It's like they do it right in our face. It's like they don't even give a fuck anymore. It's like it's not even trying to hide it. They used to try to hide this shit. It's like they don't respect us at all. And the Republican governors, they stand right behind him, like the governor of Georgia. He hasn't said anything about Aubrey, Ahmaud uh, uh, Aubrey, no. uh, uh, Mr. George um, uh, Floyd. They he didn't say anything yet? They don't say anything. They just stand by and say, we're going we're to turn this over to an investigation. If you don't say something, once again, you're part of the problem. Right. And that's because of us. They don't want to help. You know, the Secretary of the State, he's in charge of voting. He said, um, Fulton County screwed up everything. But you're in charge of the whole state. It's your job to make sure it doesn't happen. Exactly. So we're getting kicked in the ass one way or the other. Ah, so how can we fix this? Like, how is this going to be the same problem in November when it's time to vote for president? Let me ask you a personal question. If yeah. we had the problem two days ago, don't I know right now what I need to do for next week, let alone November? Yeah. I need four to more precincts. I need, I, I need, you can vote by mail. You can vote at church. Just open up these places to vote. Now, one thing we need to do in Georgia, maybe every state should do this. In Nevada, where I actually live and vote, you can vote at any precinct anywhere. Doesn't have to be in your district. You just vote anywhere there's a booth open in, in, in the state of Nevada. That would be cool then if you don't have to vote in your precinct. Right. You can if somebody any yep. place open. Anywhere, yes. You should be able to vote in any that's right. Because you can go to just like people have like people and minorities have to shop for groceries. Sometimes mm-hmm. we gotta go out of our community because it's a food desert to go shop somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We should be able to do that with all all these things because we are we have the right to these the access to these these things. Do you have a social security number? Yep. Do you have a PIN number? Yep. Can you do anything with your social security number and PIN number with the cell phone? Yeah. Why can't I vote on the phone? Yeah, you should be able to vote right on the phone. They make it hard for us. It's like Chris Rock used to have a joke when he said, uh, why do they make us vote on a Tuesday in November if they want people to come out? You have a party uh, on a Tuesday in November. (laughs) You know why? Because you want people to come to it. (laughs) That's why you don't do it on a Tuesday in the middle of November. Right. Well, there's a lot of changes we can make to make it better for Americans. And uh, that's why we, the real problem with this country, not all, but 
too many rich white men in Congress. Hmm. No, no, hold on a second. Too many old rich yeah. white men. Yeah. I said this years ago, people are picking up on it now, but that's the problem. Look at O'Connell. Now, why should this guy be working anywhere? Hmm. Yeah. I don't I mean the good, and there should be maybe term limits, 65. Get the fuck out. Even if you're doing a good job, let some young minds come in. Young people really do know what they're doing. When you hear young people protesting, they're usually on the side of right. Yeah, but usually uh, they're the votes that's getting cast aside or gerrymandered. So everybody who's, you know, uh, older and got more, like maybe own more property and shit like that. That's, who, that's everything. They own everything. They own the money. They got the property. They own the banks. They own, they got uh, old rich white people own everything. Yeah. That's why I don't, mean, I don't mean all. I don't mean all. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean all, but it's, it's a problem in Congress. And once yeah. they get there, they stay there. Yeah. And they can go in, all of those congressmen can go in worth $100,000 when they come out. All of them are worth millions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All about the money. They're all about the money. It should be term limits, and young people should go out and vote so they can. Young people have creative ideas. Yeah. I'm old, but I think I'm young, you know? Yeah. I'm too old to be in there, and I got some great ideas. <laughs> you I'm sound like Bernie old. Sanders. I'm too old, but I have great ideas. You know, we're working with this Black Lives Matter. There's a lot of things we can do. I want to find out, and I'm going to talk. I already called my congressman in Las Vegas. Who passed the law? Who came up with the law? All black men on the ground. Now, I'm 60 plus, 65 plus. All my life, I've never seen a white man on the ground unless it was on a TV show. Very right. seldom you do, you know. But... Who passed the law, all black men on the ground? Mm. And I don't know, and this is something people ask, you know, my, Mr. Seinfeld talk about Black Lives Matter. So I have never lived a day in my life that I, I haven't flinched when I saw a policeman. And they say some good cops out there, but I don't know because every cop I know look like they're after me. A cop could be going the opposite direction on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. And it has happened to me before. They would turn around. Yeah, I had that happen to me. Actually, he was in a car with me when we rode from California to from New York to California. The policeman was going in the opposite direction, turned around and pulled me over. And he was in a car with me. He, he knows that. For Seinfeld was in a car with you. In the car with me. We were traveling across the country. I was speeding, but that doesn't matter. He pulled over from one side of the interstate to come back to get me. Remember in the episode of, uh, um, of Comedians with Cards and when he was with Chris Rock in Jersey, they pulled him over. Exactly. Yeah. On the show. And Chris was like, they do it all the time. Jerry Seinfeld wasn't used to it. And, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to jail because the police officer said that I was speeding. I could come out. He wanted to take me back to the city court or the county court, or I could write him a check to pay the fine. So how much? We were just moving from New York to uh, California. And wow. he, I said, did you say I can write you a check? It was in Oklahoma. Wow. And so I went in the trunk and got a check, and I had closed my account in New York already because of moving. So I'm like, <laughs> How much do you want? <laughs> How much wow. Do you want? What year was this? 1976. Wow. Oh, yeah. I know the, I know the statute of limitations. I'm not going to say it. I can go back to home. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I, I, I'm the most liberal person ever. I love everybody. I don't give a fuck what you do, who you do, with, what color you are. I don't see. It's just, but these old people in Washington, the, they need to change some laws. What you got a black guy named Tim Scott? Is it Tim Scott in South Carolina? Uh, uh yes. Police yeah, report. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's heading the uh the national um the Republican uh response to um yeah, yeah Tim Scott, the black dude. Yeah. Police report. Change laws, but I don't know about the chokehold. What the fuck?
is wrong with you? Yeah, he's in the pockets of the You mean you don't know about the chokehold? Anybody, I don't care who you are, wants to get rid of the chokehold. Yes. I was talking to somebody on Twitter today, uh, Instagram. He was like, uh, I don't understand why they want to get rid of the chokehold. I was like, because it's been contributing to too many fucking deaths. It's like, and then it was like, I, martial arts, they uh, choke people out all the time and they feel, and they great after they can wake up from sleep. I'm like, first of all, you can't expect cops to be Bruce Lee or UFC certified chokers. Because right. when, a, when, a, a, when a martial arts person does it, it's a referee standing right there to make sure nobody exactly. gets hurt. We don't have that in real life. You fucking asshole. Professional wrestling, you can't put the guy in the chokehold and then come back and hit him on the back and he wakes up and shit. You can't do that shit. Exactly. But we have got the police brutality is just amazing. We don't need the chokehold. And like I said before, the most degrading thing is why I, I know and I'm all my life I've been worried about what if a policeman pull me over and say, get on the ground. Get on the ground, yeah. I can't get on the ground. I, I don't know. Here's hey, here's my hand, lock me up behind my back, in front of my back. Why do I need to get on the ground? Yeah. Because it's, it's degrading to us. It's like it's trying to take our manhood and take our humanity. It's like treating us like animals. It's like, don't tread on me. If this shit was happening to a white person uh, over a weekend, it would be fucking, unless it's like some young drunk kid who deserves it. But it's like, no, 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 drunk. Why does he deserve to be on the ground? Lock, yeah. take his hand, and sometimes let's, let's retreat. I don't think we need the handcuffs all the time. What's nothing that looks, Terrible. The zip, what do you call them? Zip ties? Zip ties, yeah. Put that on a person, you know, so it's not uncomfortable. It doesn't hurt you. It's just, there's no need for uh, shackles. Well, put some around his feet or whatever, but don't put them yeah, on that's the That's what they always do. It's like the handcuffs and shackles, it's all fucking remnants of the slave patrol. Exactly. It's slave patrol shit, and it's been passed down in the police departments from generation to generation. Now we're getting into the point, you're not going to believe it. Here's the point I wanted to make. Comedians should actually be running the country. I agree. Go on, man. Somebody else should be running our personal lives, but we should be running the country. <laughs> Listen, we know the social ills. We're not out to hurt nobody. You know, just stop the guy, pull him over. Stop pulling people over for a fucking taillight. It, wouldn't it be nice if a police officer could just pull right up next to you and say, your, your taillight is out. Your taillight out, yeah. Let me ask you two a question. How the fuck do I know my taillight is out? I'm looking forward. I don't know what the fuck is <laughs> I'm saying this as a comedian. I'm taking, and I talk shit all the time. When I, one of the laws I'm going to pass is it's going to be mandatory that all police officers carry a box of bulbs around with them in their trunk. Yeah, yeah. So and see somebody without the, a tail light, you give them one. Motherfucker, you, but you give me one. Exactly. Why should this be a punishment or for black people uh, a get chance shot. to kill us? And got shot and died. The kid down in South Carolina, tail light out, died. Wow. It's like, wouldn't it be easier to just have a box of taillights in your trunk to pass out to citizens that you out to protect? Right. It's, 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 uh, give us one of those flares. Put that motherfucker back there and let it burn. That'll be a taillight. <laughs> yes, a motherfucking uh, put on your hatchets and get me home safe. Yes. Motherfucker, don't shoot me in my ass because my uh, something broke <laughs> on the car. Now you're now you getting now you're getting angry now you because this pisses you off, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it pisses yeah. me off. So you, when a kid runs away, when a kid runs away. Why do you have to shoot the kid if he's done just a minor offense? You can shoot him tomorrow. You got the key. You got the you got the car. But it you starts like this: when, when a black when a white kid when a black kid uh, when a white kid uh, steals a car, it's joyriding. That's what they get charged with. When a black kid same age steals a car, it's grand theft auto because that's how they treat us. We don't ever get the the chance to be boys being boys. We don't get that from the law. White kids get that. 
They can be boys being boys. It's just mischief. But our shit is always felonies. Same shit, felony. And because we got to fill up these jails. Yeah, because it's so fucking they're making that money off those jails. We uh, see how those jails increase, the population of the jails increased tremendously from Reagan on. And now we like two, almost three million people in America in jail, and we the land of free. It's like, stop it. Yeah, some people in jail because they can't afford to bond. That's yeah. and, and like 75-80% of people don't even go to trial. They just plea bargain because they get threatened with more time if they fucking go to trial. So it's not really, we don't go to trial. That's all TV shit. That's I'm watching right trial. now. I'm talking about that trial. That's the only real trial you can get in this country. Well, what's the name of the thing that they, that they, they're in us? What is the uh, us? But the, the five black kids in uh, Central, oh, yeah. oh, Central Park. Park? What's it called? Central Park Five. This Is Us? Is it called This Is Us? Oh, uh, oh. The, uh, the documentary. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. This is us. I, I think like it is. This is getting, you know, and the, and the policemen go and just make up stories, making it up, and questioning these kids at 15, 14, with no uh, representation, no representation. So I'm just, I'm just watching this. It's, how old is that? About a year old? The movie? Uh, yeah, it came out about a year. It, uh, maybe, uh, maybe two years now. But I, I think, I think it won, a, it won, a, it won an Oscar, I believe, for oh, documentary. Yeah. Mm. Well, but it's just amazing. See, now we're saying that we saw that how they made up the kids do that. We yeah. see the, the, the George, uh, uh, the George uh, Floyd incident, and we see all of these videos are coming out. Did you see the new one where the store owner called a policeman in Dallas? No, that was in uh, Decatur, Alabama. When he's on his back, when he what happened? He called, he was being robbed, he called, he's a store owner. Yeah. The policeman came and beat the shit out of him. And we worry about that all the time. That's mm -hmm. hilarious. The cop came and beat him? Yes. He was telling her, and the guy got under the moon, they just automatically just bam, just beat the shit out of her. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. You saw the video of the old man in Buffalo, right? Oh, I, I pushed down by the cops, and Trump said that he was some type of Antifa spy. Antifa, yeah, yeah. Like that. How could you say that, man? How could you do that? That hurts. See, that hurts. And, and first, the cops came out, before the video came out, the cops came out and said, he fell. He fell. Said, That's on the other Yes, it's like, you, see, right there is an example of you not telling the truth. And, but the cameras, if it wasn't for the cameras, we wouldn't know any of this shit. But mm -hmm. that's why I, I, I got angry when the 17-year-old girl who taped the George Floyd incident, yeah. some people giving her pushback, like she should have did more. It's like, this is a 17-year-old child. She well, did more than, than any 17 you know, she have to deal with in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at the moment, all of this was happening, we really didn't know he was going to die. Right. The people there did because they saw it firsthand. It was like, you killing them. Well, but we, when you first start watching that tape, you don't know because, but you don't know. in that moment you see that, it's like, yeah, that's going to kill somebody. What you doing? I think the officer didn't really know he was going to kill him. But, but he's going to severely gonna, injure them. Yeah, yeah, well, well we see what we don't know what, what, what would kill a person or not, but he wanted to hurt him. It was torturing him, and torture can lead to death. And it did. And, and I know that's not the only case in Minnesota, you know. I think it's about 18 cases they've had uh, with the uh, knee, knee in the neck and a few yeah. people uh, expired. Uh, all African-Americans. All, all. It's like, that's why you know it's some fucking shit. It's like everyone, every time we got to get the knee. Always. Starting with always men, always men. And then, you know, I mean, this thing takes us back to the reason we we're like really angry and mad. It's not even the uh, Trayvon Martin, you know, that was mm -hmm. gone. And we yeah. see these people get off. Let's go all the way back to, um, I happened to be in LA when the Rodney King incident happened. 
Right. Let's get a personal, personal question. Looking back now, why would it take five police officers just to beat on a person? Mm. They don't. Just to be, he's already down, he's on the ground. Where is he going? And this is a traffic violation. I don't give a fuck if he said, fuck all you guys. Did you see the black guy that was the FBI said, fuck all you guys because he knew his rights? Yeah. He said, this guy, fuck you oh, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah that was great. But, that he, but y'all what? stupid down here. You're just, uh, this, you just can say I look like somebody and you're going to arrest them? You stupid. I want you're your stupid. card. I want your card. Where's your, and get your fucking your lieutenant. I want his card. Isn't that, amazing? that was beautiful, wasn't it? Uh, oh. He's so happy. And he was like, you're going to feel stupid when you see that, when you see that badge. And then he said, oh, shit. <laughs> and then the, the queen was like, they just wanted to talk to you. And then the white dude off camera was like, they didn't want to talk to him. They was arresting him. He had handcuffs on. They didn't and come over to talk. He was already under arrest. You if see he didn't have that book. badge, he would have got arrested for some bullshit. Exactly. Made up shit. Exactly. It's amazing. It's so, that saved them. It's like, so, oh, they're gross. They're gross. It's like, yeah. it's so gross. And it's so, like, tread on me. It's mm. like American, white Americans would have never put up with this shit. They, this is the reason why they fought back against the British. It's like, don't yeah. try to Don't get me. And the first guy killed in that. And the first guy killed in that was the black guy. So. Yes, Chris Exotics. You know Chris yeah. came through, baby. Well, really, he ain't had no business in Boston with his black ass up there in the first place. He That's was playing part. first base for the Red Sox. No, he wasn't. <laughs> That's the black man's only reason <laughs> not, to be the best. Not then. Not then he wasn't. <laughs> if you go to Boston Fenway Park today, if you see a black man, his ass better be on that field with a glove. <laughs> That's right. He was, playing, he was a center for the Celtics. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm glad the, uh, the minor, a lot of the white people are joining in. They see what's happening right now. Uh, yeah. from even understanding um, uh, uh, my guy in uh, San Francisco, uh, Kaepernick. Uh, oh, yeah. But they didn't mention him. Uh, uh, commissioner didn't mention him by name yet. He's the guy that started it. Bringing it to He's the man that started it. And they apologized for being on the wrong side of it. But they didn't mention his name yet. It's like, that's why it's insincere. That's why we all, black people always call bullshit on your shit. Yeah, right? Like, he should be the first person you apologize to. Do the to. right thing. At least yeah. mention his name. It's just that simple. Do the right thing. Right and wrong. All yes. to be avoided. Michael right Wilbon, Michael Wilbon from PTI on uh, ESPN, he's been really vocal about this shit. And he's been great. I love Michael Wilbon. And he was like, where are the owners? Why are they so silent right now? Why are you so silent? It's like, you need to say, you need to come out and say something about this. It's like, where are you? I'm not, like, I'm they all try to get against the, the, the kneeling and Kaepernick was doing it. But it's like, where is the, there's the team picking up Kaepernick now. Why is he should be on the team immediately? It's like, get on the right side of this NFL. You playing yourself. You had an opportunity to beat all of this, to be ahead of all of this. And now you fucking drag your feet, and now this is where you are, and you're still dragging your feet. It's like, God damn, mention a man's name. That's all you got to just mention the man's name. Bring him back, give him a job. It's, it's just terrible. He can't come to Atlanta, though. He can't come there. I'm just thinking some of the places he could go. Why can't he go to Atlanta? Yeah, that'd be a problem in Atlanta. Why? He's with whites? We want his ass to start day one. <laughs> <laughs> he needs time to get back. Everybody's going to need some corona. No, no, in Atlanta, we want his ass to start day one. This might be the best time because the whole league's been out. He's yeah. not the only player out with this coronavirus. Everybody's out. So yeah. he's starting on the same uh, path as everybody else. It's like everybody's been out. Yeah, but it was still a racial problem in Atlanta. The quarterback in Atlanta, he's doing okay. There's already a racial problem in Atlanta. There's <laughs> <laughs> already one. It's a so racial shit. problem in Atlanta, and yet this is the best city in America for blacks. Ain't that saying something? Ain't that Even the best city in America for blacks, 
the white people wouldn't put up with it. <laughs> it's amazing. And, you know, Our best, people, they wouldn't put up with. <laughs> changes are coming. Changes are coming. I know. I see uh, Governor Cuomo in New York really doing some great stuff. They passed a ten part bill, and I shared some of them on my Instagram. But mm -hmm. he's really like they banned the chokeholds. They uh they making it so we can have uh, uh access to police records because we didn't have that's access good to that, records that, 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 that database right. on police officers. They can kill somebody on one city and just move on to the next city and get another right. job. Like a <laughs> like a Catholic priest. Is that a Catholic priest with guns? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It bothers me though when people are saying that like it's too much or it's too crazy. Like, of course it's too much and too crazy. Everything has to be too much and too crazy because then it shifts it all the way to this side. So it finally settles like one inch further from when we started out. Like real change, tiny, tiny incremental change is violent. <laughs> it just is. It takes so much force to move. It takes excessive force to move the needle one degree. It does take excessive force. Now, we don't believe in the rioting and the looting and all of that stuff, but uh, you got to do some conversation. It could, it's called conversation. It's just like the Boston Tea Party. Nobody talk about that looting that started this goddamn country when they looted the fucking Boston Tea. And plus, the, they they dressed up. The colonials dressed up That's as done. natives to try to hide that fact that it was them doing it. So it ain't like they were just being brave and going against the British. They tried to throw the blame on the natives. So the British had to figure out it was them. So don't try to, people try to talk about it like they were so brave and throwing tea off. It's like, no, they tried to fucking double down and Amy Cooper it and make false charges <laughs> against the natives when they did it. You had to go and Amy, Amy Cooper. I'm still not over Amy Cooper because I can't figure out in New York City, how in the hell could both of these fuckers have the same last name? <laughs> <laughs> she needs to change her name. She's gonna have to move. Everybody in this, aren't they passing Amy Cooper's law? They, she is done in the city. Everybody knows oh, her yeah. name. Everybody knows what she looks like. She can't get a job. People are going to take such pleasure in closing doors on her face, not serving her at restaurants. She needs to go. I don't know what I was more just surprised by. I swear, to you, I swear to you, people going like, she's gonna, she got fired, but trust me, she's in. A smart white lady, yeah. she will be working this time next year. I, I don't know what I was more surprised by, though, that she acted like that in the Central Park or that it was a black bird watcher. <laughs> like, where was this nerd? Who's this nerd? Right, right. He's not just a black bird watcher. He's, like, smoking hot. <laughs> I mean, see, people found him. He's, like, he's beautiful. He's the exact exact wrong guy to fuck with he's ever no one we don't know him he's all of our favorite guy he's all your favorite blacks <laughs> but yeah he was out there this bird watching and she's trying to it's just but the funny thing is i live across the street okay mm. a black bird watcher and that is she, <laughs> she she was she had to she should have called she had to call the cops she didn't have to say he was <laughs> it's suspicious. I give you that. <laughs> it turns out he really was. Like, this, this really ain't right. This really ain't right. A black bird watcher. That in the book somewhere. There's a law against that. <laughs> the name. Do me a favor. Name me one other black bird watcher in the world. Because here's the thing. Because when we're black bird watchers, they call us bird stalkers. <laughs> We stalking the birds. With a BB, hey, with a BB gun, right? <laughs> so do you think, first of all, now, do you think your boy uh, Donald, Donald Trump's gonna get reelected this, uh, this November? Listen, I don't think he is, but I didn't think he was the first time. Okay. I think enough people are on our side now to know 
even some of the white people, unless you're really stupid like the coal miners down in, in West Virginia. If you vote for this fucker again, he's still gonna tell you he's gonna bring coal. How much coal have, have they gotten from him since day one? They say he just flat out just lies in their face, but that's people that follow him. Well, some people like that. Some people will need that. They just want him to be a strong leader. They don't care. They Because some people, he just seems strong. I don't know why, because he's stubborn and fucking uh, not compassionate. And Let me ask you a question. Self-serving. In the world, can an evangelical follow this guy? This is my fault here. And they're still doing it. Yep. So I don't think he's going to make it. I don't want him to make it, but the, we're going to put money in. We're going to put effort in. We're going to vote our asses off. Yep. And I still think we're going to have a problem getting him out of there. I tell people, don't worry about going to that damn White House right now. There's nothing in there but Russian dressing. Russian dressing, <laughs> that's all that's in there. So, but... How do you feel about Joe Biden, though? He's not the best choice, but... He, he's better than you, and you are a better choice than, than Trump. Yeah, I'm going to vote for either of you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to vote for either of you tomorrow instead of Trump. Biden is not the best. Nobody's the best. Right. The best choice we have right now, who that's else true. can we get? I don't give a fuck if it's uh, uh, Richard Tinkin. Is his name Tinkin at the comedy strip? Yeah, Richard Tinkin, yeah. I don't that. <laughs> oh, come on, George. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you can't even hear him talk, but I would vote for him before I vote for Trump. I'd vote, I'd vote for anybody before I vote for Trump. Trump is not a good man. He's just not a good man. Never been. We're from New York. We knew that before he went in. All New Yorkers knew that. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. It's like we couldn't. Be, that's when I knew. Listen, when Obama was president, I was like, okay, that's that's cool. That's, I love it. But when Trump became president, I was like, okay, really now anybody can be president. Anybody. Anybody. Course. And my black ass went like, well, let's give him a few days and see a few minutes. He might. I tried to. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm a fan. I'm Melania's a friend. <laughs> I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I he gave him a doubt. me. But I did the same thing with um. Clarence Thomas, well, give him a break. Him <laughs> Don't a break. leave your soda around the mouth. See, the problem, <laughs> the problem is I was never concerned about the presidency. I was more concerned about the Supreme Court in the first place. Yeah, I agree. I, that's what I'm concerned about. And we in hell, we have a hell of a lot of trouble with and that. And listen, if Trump wins again, we might as well uh, uh, grab our coat and get our hats and move, and move our words to the other side of the street. Yeah, people don't understand that we will not recognize this country in the next 20, 25 years, 50 and not years. only the Supreme Court, about the federal courts. Yes. All the appointees, the conservatives, that are totally against everything we stand for. But the conservative, uh, those, those judges can get uh, put out when the next president comes, but the Supreme Court judges are there. But if you got a, a, a conservative guy like Trump, he's going to add more, not get out. He's going to yeah. add more conservative. He's going to add more. That's why we don't need him in there. I'm telling you, it's like so much at stake right now. And I hope people really realize what's at stake. And, and I know the fucking cards are stacked against us, but it's got to be so overwhelming that they can't play games with the numbers and make it mm -hmm. something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So much work we have to do. And we, we were talking about uh, uh, Black Lives Matter earlier. We got to make everybody stand up. I know Nike said something, but they should say more. They take all of our money. And not only Nike, Delta yeah. should say something, Citibank should say something. Some of these people, you know, stop, stop with the uh, redlining, stop with a whole lot of things. People need to change their lives. A lot of people are uh, so racist and prejudiced, they don't even know it. They don't even know it. They don't even know that it is a thing. That's why a lot of people are misstepping right now, trying to fucking seem not racist and coming off even more racist. Let's start the races out. 
because some people don't know that it's a racist matter, but they're practicing discriminatory. They're doing discrimination. It's ignorance. It's right. ignorance. Yes. They don't know. Sometimes no. it's not. Sometimes it's not. Is ignorance not knowing? Yes. Yeah. It's not knowing. Is that is that ignorance? Not no. Not not. Don't, if you just don't know because you're not lived, you're not involved in it. Right. You it's can't like, get mad at a fish for not knowing the sky. You just can do your best to describe what you know about it to him. Well, look at it. But see, there's a problem because, like Larry Larry Cutlow yesterday said, he didn't think that. Uh, there was a suppression. What do you call it? Um, oh, yeah. It, was no, it wasn't a systematic uh, racism. Systemic racism. Systemic. Now, here's a man. See, that's one of the examples I'm giving. Here's a man that's so rich, he doesn't even know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. yeah. You think anybody ethnic or anybody who don't make his money is talking honestly around him? He's just so delusional in a bubble. But he, the Nimsy more he talks, the right the word. way he looks. It's like, keep talking. Great. Because people are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh my God, man. I That's one thing I, I like about all these protests and all that because a lot of people, like older people now too, try to pretend like back in the day when it's Dr. King and all that, that they was out there on the right side of stuff. And they told their kids, I was out there on the right side. I told their grandkids, I was on the right side of it. But now it's the same shit going on and now their kids get to see, oh, you, you know, you're not on the right side of it now. So why would I believe that you were on the right side of it before? It's like a lot of people are getting exposed by their own fucking children. And that's a great thing to exactly. see. Exactly. That's really good. That's a great kid. thing to see. It's like now you gotta now you gotta answer to your own Ken because you was like this, Dr. King, great. No, everybody didn't think that. Now they do, but don't do. act like you was on the right side back then. But I think these young people will change America even more so. We're gonna get the, the right person in the office and get some young people in, in, in Congress, and we can make some changes. We got and the more women, the better. Yeah, right. Well, you know yeah, what? Millennials are running for office. Like, they're my age, right? They're like late 20s, early 30s. They're running for office. Are you, are you, are you you're in your 20s? No, I'm in my 30s. Oh, I thought you said late 20s. Early 30s. You still shouldn't be talking to us. You're not old enough to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> With your, your, your body color and all, you're not old enough to be on this show. You should be in school today. Sir, thank you so much. I That just touches my heart. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you could say. Well, listen, I was telling Sherrod before, um, you know, like, we're, we're the ones kind of, like, doing, moving into, like, the... the the protest jobs, if that makes sense, like running for office, doing the annoying stuff like that, that like, it's actually a bird. It is public service. Like you are serving, but Gen Z, those kids are the ones who are out protesting right now. And I was telling Sherrod before we were waiting, um, <laughs> I read this tweet by somebody, but some of this, like this chick and she goes, um, dear Gen Z, she's like, we're so proud of everything that you've accomplished. We were worried about you guys for a second when you started eating Tide Pods. <laughs> you were grown into fine young men and women. Love millennials. <laughs> Just think if this country were run by people like you, Karen. Yeah. And, uh, one, time I, one, one time we made a statement, if everybody in this country was just like me, you should repeat this. Yeah. If everybody in this world was just like me, mm -hmm. what kind of world would this be? It would have, they have good skin. <laughs> really, every day. And all, and the, all she's worried about is her damn skin. What about my goddamn skin? They would no. have smooth, lovely skin. Rent would be controlled. Student loan debt would disappear. Uh, corporations would not be people. Money's not speech. Um, and the uh, and protections for the environment and for the working class. And small See, no, who can't vote for, the right. vote for that? You got to vote for that. Now we're going in the right direction, are we not? Yeah. Right. See, that'd be cool. See, that we need thoughts like that in Congress. 
Yeah. And the young people have to do it. You know what? Yeah. It's service though. It's service. Like exposing yourself to that level of scrutiny where everybody's up your ass and your family and your history. And by the way, now people who are like younger people who are running for office, they've all been on Facebook. They have an online presence. That's harder. Back in the day, you didn't have to worry about your old frat or sorority pictures or whatever coming out or whoever know, whoever's found a tweet of yours. Yeah, now yeah. that is permanent. So how do you like, you have to know that you want to do that from a young age and then always, like, I can't, I don't think I can run for office. I'm you can make a decision after you. You can run for office. All you got to do is do the right thing. Yeah. It seems like this younger generation, though, is really charged and they, um, yeah. and they want, they don't want the world that we had. And I don't blame They're them. Fed up. They're fed up. Yeah, I don't blame them either. And uh, they'd like the world that I like for them to live in. I'd make a good, uh, man, if I was president, I'd change a whole lot of shit immediately. What would you change first, though? A color of the White House? No, none of that's... <laughs> and you're listen, you're listen, black people, the slaves, we built that goddamn White House, right? You're right, and we still working it now. But I tell them, but no, no, the upkeep, the Mexicans, they got that locked down. And the upkeep... <laughs> <laughs> Outside, that's the, 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 the ground. See, the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's just so easy to clean this country up and just do the right thing, spending money in the right places. Education is the number one problem in the world make sure everybody gets a good education and uh, i say people can start real easy i tell everybody take somebody just meet somebody or know if you know somebody who looks like don't look like you a different color invite them to your dinner table with your family mm. let your kids see you interact with people who don't look like you at your dinner table so they can see that it's not a weird thing it's not weird we're all humans it's like you can just do that with, at your house at your own dinner table it makes a difference. It creates awareness. It does make a difference. Yes, it just makes humans nice. humans. It'd be nice if the policeman could live in the district where they're working. That should be mandatory. You should not be able to work in New York City, uh, NYPD, and not live in New York City. It's like, it's like we don't need prison guards coming here. Exactly. The fuck? That's what they're they're mad when they come into work. They got to come across the bridge and traffic mm -hmm. and shit. Exactly. So you treat this whole city like it's a prison and you're a prison guard. It's like, that's not what we need. We need neighbors to police us. Police reform. Ooh, neighbors. Are, that's, you're talking about village now. I grew up in a village. We, hmm. I'm older than you guys. I grew right. up in a village where neighbors would police us. There was a lady named Miss Idea. It didn't matter. Anybody older than you were in charge of you, yeah. straighten up. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. And if somebody, you know, if you know the policeman down the street, you know, you know who he is and where he's, you know, he's coming home. You need a policeman in your neighborhood that you know. Yeah. He, he knows where the problems are too. Exactly. And you share uh, that. And you know who's good and who's bad and who's older and who's younger, who might act silly and who's a kid. And because we don't need somebody who don't know the neighborhood at all and don't know the people and treating a, a 15 year old kid like he's a 35 year old man. It's like, exactly. we don't want our kids to be going through that shit. Yeah, not at all. There's a lot of changes need to be made. Now you're talking about young kids. There's a black police officer down in Florida. I think it was Orlando, Florida. Handcuffed a six-year-old girl. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. That just, I cried. It's and like, they treat us like we're animals. Take the, take the girl to Big Mama. Stop. Yes. Or anybody who's in charge, any older black person there would have been like this. Stop acting like that. Come here. Hey, what'd you say, what? Sit down. Yep. Yes. This it's guy, like, a police officer, and if it's his second time doing it, takes a six-year-old girl out of school in handcuffs. You know how that's going to destroy her life? But right. No kid that age should ever know what handcuffs feel like. 
Papa on. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that either. <laughs> it's crazy though. It's like it's just bananas that people. Some people won't even see this as a problem. Yeah, but life is good. But we're dealing with something right now. We're going through a lot. Like I said, we're going through uh, 19 with the virus. We got 45, which is the worst virus. 45 is the worst virus. And, yeah. and if we can do anything about Black Lives Matters, and uh, that'd be good. And if we can get my goddamn air conditioning back on. No, it's fine. oh yeah. <laughs> we gotta get your air working now. You in Atlanta? It's gotta be hot than a song bitch. It's, it's 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 working okay. My air in the other rooms can push air in here. Um, okay. But can you believe in New York City without air? Oh my God, that'd be crazy. Oh, definitely in June. That's just awfulness. Oh my goodness. But life is I good. Man. I appreciate you coming on the show, and I'm happy to see you. Happy you're doing well. Karen, now, Karen, where are you from? What do you do? I am, so I'm a comic also and a writer, and I am from Philly suburbs originally. It used um, to be Philly. But I've lived here forever. I didn't start comedy in Philly. I started comedy here. Yeah, Karen was on the show before when you were on, right? You were on it. Yeah, we've done the show together a couple times. Remember? You had a different hairstyle. Yep, she yeah, did. I was less pink. <laughs> we were doing the conversation about Jerry Seinfeld trying to encourage me to eat gum with the paper on it with the wrapper. <laughs> What was, the name of that, what was the name of that gum? Yes, remember? It was the Stand Up New York Labs. <laughs> the Stand Up New York upstairs? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, we've done it like two, three times, remember? Like once. So stop changing your hair. Stop changing your color. She's on the run. She's on the run. You, you know what she's doing? She's I'm rising. She is now people of color. Whoa! <laughs> Why Jewish? Jew is not white. Oh. Jew is not white. Only on the coast. Only on the coast. The Holocaust just happened, tribe. guys. Just happened. It's not the now. You're rich, huh? You're already rich. Am I? <laughs> you are. This is the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> Our parents are straight from Israel. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to Israel in a, uh, a few months. They got some kind of program over there. Really? The comedy. The comedians <gasps> go will, over. Really? You will love it. It I'm is so. Good. Have you ever been? I have. I've been all. I've been from Shanghai to Singapore. But not Israel. I've never, I've never been to Israel yet. You will oh, love yeah, it. You love traveling. It is so special. It is so old, and you feel it. Like you know when you just go to any place that's not here, and you feel the history. Like we don't have that. We don't have that like gravity of history. That's like some places, but not yeah. Not but not, not the way they do like in Europe. They're thousands yeah, of years I agree. old. And yeah. Israel's like where that shit started. I mean, Africa's where it started, but Israel in the Middle East is like where it started. And you feel it. Up real like, quick, this is about Africa. You straighten that up real quick. <laughs> Who am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> we'll test that history. Well, yeah, this is good. I don't know what we talked about today. Uh, did we do anything? Uh, we did. We did stuff. I've got it all written down. This was a great, important conversation. No, we didn't get it all down. I have five pages of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got my yeah, run through it. Let's run through right. the stuff you got. You I, got my, I, got my, I got my pad here. We just, you know, it's a new day. I was ready to talk about anything, you know. So come back. Was, well, let's you do it. You always welcome here. You got that for Christ's sake. Yeah, I had down Central Park. I got all that stuff. So we did hit Central Park, didn't we? We had to yeah, talk, we talk about um, uh, racist places, things. I want to talk about that the next time. Uh, okay, back. Hidden racism. Like in Las Vegas, where I work in Las Vegas. I'm pretty known in Las Vegas, right? I went to a hotel in Las Vegas called the South Point. Mm -hmm. and I did a Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Uh -huh. And my opening music was Lift Every Voice and Sing Till It, the Negro National Anthem. Dr. Like Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Got fired. You got fired? Got fired. Why? Do we need a green book for <laughs> Vegas? <laughs> 
What, 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 they didn't understand. They didn't understand. They were going, why don't we have to go through this? And you know, and I didn't play one, but I played the whole goddamn song because it's something, because I talk about it, you need to know your history. Right. Because if you don't know your history, it could happen again. That's what I like about the Jews. The Jews will never let you forget that. Never history. forget. And, that, and I know a lot of Jews because I live in Atlanta, Georgia, because you know, they were on their way to Florida, but they ran out of money in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's so much hidden racism and people don't know they're doing it. Right. What year was this? What year was this? Who the hell are you talking about last year? What? Well, let's say two years ago, yes. Wow. And, he looked at and I, had the, I had the monitors up on the screen and some of the older white people, somebody complained, or the owner. What? Lift every voice and sing. Two years I ago? I didn't actually get fired, but I, was, I, I had a contract for three, three uh, engagements. Right. And after that night, boom, out of there. And I found out that's what it was. Wow. So listen, you look again about being racist, and I I'm, I'm, might have to start teaching the black people to stop running your ass to Las Vegas, mm -hmm. giving your money to uh, the Wynn Hotel, mm -hmm. Venetian, mm -hmm. and South Point. You give me the right back to the biggest Trump supporters in the world. Wow. So uh, wait, the Wynn, the Venetian, and which one? South Point, a lot of them, most of them control, but the, the, the biggest hotel, the largest hotel in Las Vegas, Venetian and, uh, and uh, Palazzo, Sheldon Addison, the biggest Trump supporters in the world. Wow, that's good to know. I'm glad we got that for our listeners and our watchers. We got to, we got to get people, got to, black people got to start knowing that. Let's run to Vegas and support Trump. Wow. What George Wallace said, I be thinking. I be thinking. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for having me back on Before Belief, too. It's always yeah. an honor and a pleasure to be on with you. And you know I learned so much from you guys. I love to hang out with you. We love, I love it. Karen, you're hanging out with you. I, I was doing comedy 20 years before you guys got started. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. You still got the picture of the comic strip over there with the, the reverend. Uh, with the, the reverend the yeah. I might bring that back because that'd be all new. We need the reverend, yes. Actually, I've done, you know, you took me to a church night one time at a... Oh, at yeah, at a, the Comedy Cellar. That's right. It was a, a, a Michael Chase Church. Michael Chase, yeah, it yeah. was really good. We really had a wonderful time there. That was terrific. And, uh, and I, I'm going to get back into that again and do the religious come out with the... But most kids don't know what the Yellow Pages is, but it would be new for them to find out the good book of Bell. That was my Bible. Yeah, you can come out with an iPad now that says Bible. Well, it's got to be so you can see it, you know. Like, right, right, uh, <laughs> right, right. Well, you can do it with the, you can do it with the iPad. You're right. I just got to... I put, put it to show them. Yeah, and yeah. that way you can put different messages on. Can I have an upside down? <laughs> yes. Upside down Bible? Yeah. <laughs> I like, like Trump. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. make it where you shake it and then turn itself over. <laughs> you got different possibilities with iPad. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. Now, what's the name of the book? You want people to grab the book that's out now? The book is not, I got to wait to a better time because, because of the virus and because we're all inside. The book is called okay. Bull Twit. Bull, bull Twit and whatnot. We got that's you. Right. Bull, we got bull you. Twit and whatnot. You know, but the bullshit is like, and, and also the other titles like, and, uh, uh, I don't give a shit. You know, hmm. I don't give a shit. Uh, one of my favorite I don't give a shit is uh, mm -hmm. I'll drink a half a glass of whole milk and a whole glass of half and half. I don't give a shit. <laughs> now, wait a second. Now, when you do these, it's replies that come back. Uh -huh. I said that on stage one night. I don't give a shit. I don't play by the rules. I'll drink a whole half a glass of whole milk and a whole, a whole glass of half and half. I don't give a shit. A lady in the audience says, Mr. Wallace, 
If you drink a half a glass of whole and whole, whole milk and a whole glass of half and half, you may not give a shit, but you're gonna take one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the book, books with the replies, you know, yeah. the replies are great. Shout out to the top five pans in the world. And I went to Peter Pan, <laughs> Flash in the Pan, Pandemic, and there's another pan. Um, and then the, somebody hit me back, the replies. Somebody said, how about Mugu Guy? Hey, you know, <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so the replies are just great. So we're having fun with the book. It's tweeting. It's taking my top um, 140 tweets and put them in a book on paper. And, oh, it just yeah. like, and so we got at least five or six of those coming. But the best book, if I can get onto it, if I can do it, is how Trump fucked up my, my life. If I can get into that sooner, that's going to be good. So, so that's what we're doing. We're having fun. Life is good. And writing jokes every day and dealing with the pandemic and, and, and with the, with the, uh, let me try to make sure this joke works with you guys. Okay. Uh, with, the, with the Black Lives Matter and the protesting and the margins, got me off my routine. I got to get back on my routine. I haven't washed my hands since Tuesday. <laughs> so, okay. I like so, it. I like you know, it. You're throwing a little joke like that every now and then. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, that's how we make them work, you know, and we're doing Zooming with everybody, trying to make, uh, you know, I'm Zooming with the talk. With the with the, uh, everybody on these TV shows, so yeah. thank you so much. So you guys wrote a joke today. Let's put it like that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what's, uh, <laughs> thank what's you for coming Twitter? back. What's your yeah, Twitter? What's Twitter? Mr. George Wallace. Okay. Yeah. Mr. George Wallace, I love you. You know that. Love thank you, you again for coming love on. I can't thank you enough. Yep. And I love you. And my saying, I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And <laughs> next time I see you, this person of color, I'm probably going to ask you again, who are you? That's <laughs> <laughs> right, <Karen. laughs> As you should. Karen, thank you so much. God bless thank you guys. You so Let's much. keep laughing. We love you. This is going to be on YouTube, by the way. So if anybody's listening on audio, don't forget to head over to YouTube and check us out. You can watch all of this. And you're, like you're hanging out with us. Comment, subscribe, and like, and hit us up on social and say what's up. Boom. And when I stand up, I have on pants. Oh, finally. <laughs> Every comedian now. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. I love you. Love, love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Race war. How do I get a race war? <laughs> How about that? My cousin Bubba Wallace. Race wars. Race. Bubba. Black, Black Bubba Wallace. How about that's my cousin. Okay. <laughs> Bubba Watson's mine. He plays golf. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm not too technical advanced. How do I get out? Let's just leave. Just like this. I got you guys. Love you. Okay.